Welcome back to the basement yard. It's Monday, fucking March 13th. I almost forgot the month. <laughs> been a long I day. I almost said May. Yeah, it has been a long day. I had a bunch of people in uh, my apartment today. There was like a photo shoot that went on because I'm doing... The the basement yard is becoming a show. I don't know if I even talked about this on, on my podcast. No, nah, I don't think you have. I don't even know if I'm allowed to, but I'm going to do it anyway because fuck everything. Uh, the basement yard is becoming video. It's going to be available on this platform. Uh, I'm actually like really excited about it. At first when it when I fir- when they brought the idea to me, I was like, "Yeah, cool, whatever. I'm not going to like change anything about the show." Which I'm not anyway, but it's just like it's mad cool. Like they're going to make this room that we're doing it in look like a dope I guess like a dive bar sort of. There's going to be a lot of drinking. I know that. A lot of funky shit being put in there too. A lot of too. funky shit. A lot of funky shit. And uh yeah, so they were there. They were here today. There was like ten people in my apartment, <laughs> and thank God I moved into this new place because the last apartment that I have is so it was tiny. And if they all came in, that would have been chaos. The living room up. was the kitchen and the hallway at the same time. So like that just gives you an idea of how small that place was. Yo, if all photo shoots are like that, I would have never guessed that's how many people it took to put some shit like that together. I know, it was like a lot of a lot of people. You got the people who got to set up and strike the set and then the photographer and then they have an assistant and there's some dude who just stands behind and fucking just stares at you. And I don't like photo shoots either because it's awkward. Like you just got to stand there and they're just pose. Oh, you're doing a great job and I just it's weird. I don't like it. That was pretty sick though watching you do that. It was like Thanks, dad. <laughs> Like a proud father. Yeah. Nah, man, that was awesome though. Nah, it was cool, but I don't know, man. I don't. I just don't like posing, or just like, I don't know. It's just a weird feeling. You were pretty happy when like they started leaving. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I told them too because I came out like they were. We were shooting in this room first, and then we were in the living room, and then I walked back out there, and there was like a couple of other people over there. They also brought mad food too. Oh yeah, I they forgot to mention that. Us. Yeah, it was like an actual set. Like they had the craft services. They had sandwiches, a big ass salad that no one touched. Nah, you don't do that. They had wraps with they had chicken wraps. and steak and all that. Yeah. So you have to go to that first. I'm Nick, by the way, guys. Oh, I, a, yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just skipped over that part. Fuck it. Long day, like we said. Yeah, I know. What time is it right now? It's fucking 10 o'clock. People are probably like, where the fuck is the goddamn podcast? Uh, I fucked up. But um, yeah, it was weird, but it but it was fun. The photographer was hilarious. It was like this woman, and she was just like, "Tell me about sports." Trying, she like she was trying to get me to talk. I guess to get some like candid shots. And she's like, "Talk to me about sports. Tell me a good joke. Tell me you, you want to hear a joke that I have. I have a joke." And then she was like, "I was like, the Tell, fuck is going on? What do you think of the trade? How was the trade? Was yeah. the trade good? <laughs> the whole time yeah, some I trade. Like, I was like, lady, relax. Just tell me what you need. I got you." And she was trying to prompt me on everything, but whatever. But the show, the show, I'm really excited about. It's gonna be dope. Uh, you guys can watch Davino be really fucking awkward in front of a camera. <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious. There's also gonna be like a extra little show afterwards too, which we'll be drinking on <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm actually really excited for that because now that I have, like, I see how many people it takes to like run the show like you know it can be good because usually mm-hmm. i just shoot the shit with a tripod and do it myself and try to edit it and make it look cool but for the first time like ever 
my production value on everything is going to be good. legit. Yeah, it's not going to be like me in the basement with the bed sheet. Because as, yo, you remember that? Yeah, dude. Back was... in the day, that was when I first started. I was like, I shot my first video, like with me against one of the walls in my basement. But I, yo, I was like on. stacking fucking. Now shit. I remember even more. What? You used to hang it up like in the back. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it was legit a bed sheet. <laughs> it was it was that's a bed sheet. But like, what, what how it first started was I sh- I stacked. I had bins of like where you put clothes in and I would just stack those and then books and I would put this camcorder on top of all that so there was like kind of eye level with me and then film against the wall and I hated the background so I was like let me just get a solid background so I took thumbtacks and I would every week I would thumbtack a bed sheet into the ceiling and if you go into my basement there's holes in the oh, there's fucking holes everywhere in the in the in the ceiling and it would be just, you could tell it's a bed sheet like it doesn't look good you know what that reminds me of remember we would throw parties at well they listen to this but when i throw parties <laughs> at my at my grandma's house over the summer oh. and we would put the bed sheets with the with the the, the hangers clothespins. the clothespins hangers look at you hangers fucking mad greek long day man but yeah we would put them up because she had no blinds in the house yeah so we're like order, yeah, we can't have people walk by and see a party yeah so we would just hang those up there <laughs> Yo, speaking ratchet. of those parties, do you remember? All right, let's just, I don't know if we ever talked about these, but like there was one point where me and Nick were like, yo, let's throw a crazy party. Let's get a tarp and put it in the living room and then blow up a pool and fill it up with like three inches of water. Yeah, not our best idea for sure. And we were so down and we told our friends, we were super excited to tell them like, yo, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make it like a pool party. In, yeah. the, in the house <laughs> they're like yo are you fucking dumb this was also like fresh off project x where yeah. everyone thought that they would throw a project x party yeah and we did we had we had like a good we had a good party before that and it was successful no one got in trouble we fixed the house it was cool and then we were like all right <laughs> just like crank it up a notch like now we're getting a pool but and this is a house that has no tv it yeah no electricity. It's like Amish. <laughs> no, it's hot as fuck in there. You just sweat your ass off. It was good times. Good fucking times. Shout out to Sparta. <laughs> the nickname of the place. <laughs> Yo, what a disaster that was. I can't believe you did that. Um, anyway, sponsors today. What do we got? We're doing them early. Stamps.com. Oh, God. Here we go. These days, you can get practically everything on demand, like our podcast. Listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. So why are you still going to the post office and dealing with their limited hours when you can get postage on demand with stamps.com? Listen, I just read that, and I know like some intern wrote it, but it's actually like really true. It doesn't make any fucking sense why you would go to the post office if you just need some fucking stamps or like you need print labels or some shit. Anything you can do at the post office, you can now do right from your desk with stamps.com. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package using your own computer and printer. And unlike the post office, <laughs> stamps.com never closes. Yeah, yeah, whatever. What is this? Oh, uh, yeah. It says talk about how you use stamps.com. I was about to read that. <laughs> <laughs> talk about how you... But I actually have used stamps.com. It's how I used to send... a. The merch out, which I haven't updated in a while. I know some people have been asking for it. I got to be honest. It's going to take a while. Got a lot of shit that I'm doing right now. But, hmm. uh, yeah. If you want to use uh, stamps.com right now, use my name, Basement, for this special offer. Four-week trial includes postage and a digital scale. Ooh. Or you could weigh your drugs on that if you need to. Don't wait. 
Go to stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in basement. That's stamps.com. Enter basement. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. That's a weird slogan. Yo, the post office sucks. Yo, are they like... There's always some old-ass person there with way too many packages yeah, to start off mailing? with. what are you mailing? You're I mean, old. You don't. Who are you sending shit to? It's the worst, dude. Besides letter, like... Like it was, I got a card for my birthday from my aunt and uncle, and I was like, "Why did they send this?" Why Sends a card, exactly. <laughs> but like, dude, I'm sure you, if you saw me, you'd say happy birthday, like whatever. But you, you live in New Jersey. You sent me a card. There's no money in it or anything, right? It just says in script that I could barely read because my aunt has like an elf's handwriting. It's fucking all over the place and swirly and shit. And she said, Dear Joey, and then whatever the card says, Happy birthday, enjoy your day, love Aunt Sonia and Uncle Tom. Why are you sending me that? <laughs> what am I going to do with it? Dude, the post office is terrible. I, I had to wait for about an hour and a half when I was trying to get my passport when we went to Toronto. Yeah. Remember how we were all running around to get it like expedited? Oh, my God. Yo, there was one lady there for about, no exaggeration, 40 minutes. I, yeah. uh, I need to send this express. I need this could take, you know, standard. This needs to be overnight. It got to get weighed. It got to, it's the worst, dude. I've never actually like went to the post office to mail anything ever. Not me either. I don't think I've ever mailed anything. I just give it to my mom. Yeah. yeah just take I, care of it. I, I actually, no, that's a lot of college credits and all that and transcripts. Uh, you have to send all those out. I just put it in a mailbox or I go to the other guy. He charges $10, everything. It doesn't matter if you're sending a feather. Just ten ten bucks. I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. Take your flat take my rate. fucking money, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> what else are we doing here? <laughs> we got on track. Uh, MVMT watches. All right, here we go. Where is this? I can't read. Uh, it was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. The watchmaker's goal is to change the way consumers think about fashion by offering high quality, minimalist products at revolutionary prices. That's a fancy sentence there. With over 1 million watches sold to customers in 160 countries, wow, around the world, MVMT Watches has solidified itself as the world's fastest growing watch company. Hello. Actually got a watch from them. Because when you do these things, they send you free shit, which is awesome. Must be nice. It is very nice. Uh, the watches aren't that expensive. Like I think the watch that I picked was like 120 bucks or something like that. But it was like a black on black. Shit was fire. Uh, I still got it. I think it's here. Or I might have left that at my mom's house. But whatever. Uh, the company was started by two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. So they started their own comp watch company. What? <laughs> so they probably... Can you imagine that? They're like, yo, I really want to wear watches but they're mad expensive. Let's just like make our own watches and start a company. That's fire. That is kind of fire. But I feel like that's like... I mean, I'm sure more went into that. They made it seem like this was like on a whim. They were just kind of like, I kind of want to watch. Let's just start a company and just fucking did it. But anyway. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm all about that. Two broke college kids <sighs> starting a company. Uh, movement watches uh, start at $95 at, at a department store. You're looking at 400 to 500 bucks, which what are you doing? Why are you buying a watch for that much? What is that? Who's buying watches for $500? Even if you have a billion dollars, like, what's the point? They all look the same. Unless you get three inches from it, what's the point? Yeah, from afar. Unless you have a G-Shock like I do. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fucking G-Shock. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, I bet you were one of those kids who had like five different oh, colors yeah. of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm laughing? One a time, lot of people would get the the G Shock to match their sneakers. Or their outfit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I have about like five or six. Yo, you disgust me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whatever, man. Here we go. Get fifteen percent off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmtwatches.com/basement. This watch has a really clean design. Seriously, I've been getting compliments ever since I put it on. <laughs> I think I wasn't supposed to read that like that. Now it's time to step up your watch game. Go to mvmtwatches.com/basement. Join the movement. Is it a movement though? Very interesting. Gotta check it out. What do we like that's expensive, but we can't... Uh, we should start a company. <sighs> Hookers? They're not expensive. Are they? Nah. How some, much is it? Some cheap ones. Yeah. I mean, they're not safe. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there was one time. I'm not I'm not Just lying. stay away from so those. So I've never, I've never been to a strip club in my entire life. And there was one night I was out. All right. So this is going to sound way cooler than it actually is. Was I, I, with I you? promise. I don't know if you even know this. I went out in the Lower East Side, ready, with two models, oh. okay? <laughs> but it sounds way cooler than it actually is. So we went out to, to Hair the Dog. Nice, great bar. Great bar. And we were drinking whatever, and then they were like, we should go to Shanka. That's model talk. <laughs> <laughs> we should go to So I was like, all right, whatever. At that point, I was like kind of drunk. And I'm not like a huge strip club dude. I'm not like, oh, titties, dude. Let's go get it. But... I was like, cool. So we went to Times Square, which I don't know why. And then we just kind of walked around. And she's like, oh, I know the guy who runs this strip club. And I'm like, all right, cool. Whatever, I, you know. Discounts, less, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. The less I have to pay, the better. So we we were standing outside. And she's like, oh, he's coming. And I'm like, oh, God, this is disaster. Whenever like someone's like, oh, I know this guy. And then he's like, oh, yeah, he's coming. Saying, oh God, this guy shows up. Sure enough, the guy shows up. He's 4'11. He's a tiny little Spanish slash Asian looking dude. And I'm like, all right. And he takes our coats. Don't know where that went. I think I might have left it there. Honestly, I had a sweater on. So he takes our coats. So we go upstairs. This strip club was awful. <laughs> it First of all, there wasn't a lot of oxygen. Like, it wasn't like a casino where they pump oxygen. It was just kind of like. Like must like, musty, dude. All 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 strip clothes are like that. It was kind of like it was terrible. hot. It was sticky. It was like a humid summer night in there. It was and all, it was winter. Those are all New York strip clubs. It was bad, dude. And next door was like a Chinese shop. Like it was like in the middle of the block. You would have never known it was a strip club when you walked by. That's a mistake right there. Like I don't even know if it had like a cool name, like Starlets or Scandals or or Crazy Horse. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of just like Stanley's. <laughs> Stanley's, you know, whatever. Strip club. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the guy was wearing a cheetah print uh, jacket, which I was like, this makes sense. All right, yeah. Now yeah. you connect the dots. You run a strip club. Yeah, I you know this because you're a jacket. Cheetah print's a good indicator of right. strip club. And, you know, I didn't, even, I didn't get a dance either. Like, I just sat down and the girl, one of the girls got a dance from a girl who, like, I wouldn't want to get a dance from. And there was some girl on stage who was dancing, but she had no enthusiasm. She was kind of like, I just, she was going through the motions. <laughs> no one was excited to be there. The dudes are like, I don't know how I got here. Take, take $3, like whatever. But it was weird. I didn't even get a drink either. I was too afraid like of how much it costs. I mean, it's Times Square. You're in a strip club. You get a Jack and Coke. You're looking at 50 to 60 bucks. That's, that's the mistake Frankie made at uh, when we went in Vegas. 
Oh, got, yeah, Vegas. Got a drink. It was like $60. He's like, wait, excuse me? <laughs> I don't want a bottle. I just want a drink. She's like, no, no, yeah. If you want to look at the bottle, it's 20 bucks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But how the fuck did we get to strip clubs? I don't even know how we, how we did that. Because they're a good time. Duh. I don't know. Uh, your birthday just passed. Oh, yeah. You turned 40... 26? 26, yes. 26 years old. Uh, we didn't go to a strip club. I feel like we should do that one night. Like, I want to start going to more comedy clubs because I think that's fun. And I also just like random nights go to a strip club, but like not because you want to see tits, because you want to see like... The story is good too. Yeah. Just like you see a lot of shit in them. You're like, what is going... Like, yeah, it's just... Oh God. You know, the, the best... Like, I want to see a stripper like put her fucking asshole on some dude's forehead or something. <laughs> well, when we were in Vegas, Ahmed, who's been on here several times, yeah. this, this one stripper put like her, her ankle behind her ear. You would have thought like Ahmed saw the Holy Spirit. Like, <laughs> he was blown away. And I was just like, dude. So the Holy your, Spirit. I was like, yo, pick your jaw up. This is her job. This is what she's supposed to do. Yeah, Ahmed she's supposed to away. stretch. She's supposed to know how to do yoga. Which, by the way, is the hardest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. Don't ask how this happened, but there was one night, but we were mad bored. No one's doing everything. Ahmed was at my house. <laughs> I put Apple TV on my television. I fucking put on yoga. It was some lady. She's like, <sighs> just stand and do Dude, they just stand, and somehow you just sweat. Yo, it's, a, it's a killer workout, yoga, for sure. I always say that I, I want to start doing it like once a week. Don't have the time for it. But even just like, I'm a fan of stretching. And <laughs> <laughs> I was get Big a fan of stretching. Big stretch guy. <laughs> God, I love the you know, hamstrings. Just touch your toes yeah. and a little bit of this. Nah, but yo, yoga's, yoga's big crazy. Big fan sure. of stretching. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nick. The but yo, big the, stretch guy. The the birthday thing, the best part was we both text each other the next morning. Oh, God. It's like we both didn't want to embarrass ourselves yet by saying like how little it took to get us drunk. Yeah. But I was like, dude, I probably had six or seven drinks no shots no mixing yeah pretty much beers and i had an irish car bomb yeah and i was just i i, I left my birthday early i was like dude i'm going back to your old place which yeah. is my apartment now yeah. it's always <laughs> i've been sleeping there so i was like dude i'm out that was it and then the next morning was when i texted you. i was like yo this is crazy yeah i mean we went to a bar and we got we split a picture of blue moon yeah it's like a little more than the average beer i guess and we had we had Two beers at your house. Yeah. And then we took the cabs over to the bar. Yeah. And then we had, we had like a pitcher there and then we left, went to another bar and then we did some karaoke and shit. <laughs> but I was like hammered. Uh, like, I don't even know how. I was like, do I have a headache or am I drunk? Like, I was confused. Now, have I we... usually never, I can't get drunk off beer, but I was drunk. Yo, so what is it? Is it, is it us becoming adults? <laughs> No, um, and like mature, or is it because like becoming a bitch is? I think that's what it is. So, but here's the thing, though: when we go on vacations, we're we're getting tanked. Like we're drinking all day, all night. I know that's a lot of peer pressure, though. Do you think? Do you think it's the vibe? You're like, yo, I'm on vacation. I'm gonna just let loose and just. Yo, I don't know. When I'm on vacation, I start drinking. Like when I get drunk, I just start thinking about survival. I'm just like, oh fuck, and like I don't know. See, I drink beer ninety percent of the time. Well, not so much anymore. Like, I've been drinking a lot of bourbon and shit, but usually, for, for the majority of my life, 9% of the time, I'll be drinking beer. So when I do switch to liquor, Vegas, yeah, Miami and shit, when we're there, we I drink liquor, and then I drink it like it's beer. So I don't 
Like I drink it too fast. Yeah. And then it comes to a point where I'm like, fuck. Yo, I, now I'm blackout. I love beer. If it wasn't for beer being the worst thing that you could drink, I'd drink that all the time. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. Yo, that's the thing with me. I feel like I don't drink as much as I did in the past because I'm like taking working out serious. Yeah, you know, you're like worried I, about becoming a fat piece of shit. Yeah, you know, like I was a fat piece of shit. Now <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you were a big boy. Now I'm just a piece of shit. Right, yeah. So it's like it does so much damage where you're hammered. It's 3 a.m. You feel you're, pregnant or and shit. And then, and then what happens? All your boys are like, yo, let's go to a diner. Let's go eat. You get a bacon cheeseburger deluxe oh. with french fries. You take that down. And then in five minutes, you're asleep. That's like four days worth of calories. In, in what? Four hours? And then yeah. you just pissed away your entire workout. And you gain three pounds. Yo, it's terrible. Dude, and when I get hiccups, that's the thing that ruins me more than anything. If I get hiccups... If I drink like 10 beers, I'm getting hiccups. And I, I don't get them for like 10 minutes. I get them for like a four, 45 minutes minimum. I had hiccups one time. We were on Dittmar's. I walked all the way to my house. I was laying in bed with hiccups. I thought I was going to die. That's like what? Like a, no, not like a half mile walk, you'd say? It, it was, it's far. <laughs> yeah. And I was fucking like holding my breath. I was upside down and shit. It was walking on my hands. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember one time. It was actually when we woke up from one of the parties, the Sparta parties we were talking about before, and we were cleaning up, and you 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 had hiccups for about forty minutes. And at one point, I was like, "Yo," he's like, "My bad, yo. I couldn't. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know what to do, dude. I don't know. I like my body. When I get hiccups, they last for so long. That's why when I hiccup once, I'm like so scared. I'm like, Fuck, man, no. And sometimes you get you ever hiccup, but like twice, you're like, <gasps> like a back to back. Oh yeah. my god, yo, that hurts so much. I'm like. <gasps> And just your fucking diaphragm feels like it's going to explode. And yo, going back to what we were talking about, like how we can't drink anymore. How how long ago was it where we were like, this is another story. We're going to sound way cooler than we really are. <laughs> yeah. But we were crushing when we were going up to Connecticut and even Highlands. We would go up to Highlands with the Petrops. Yeah. We would bring like a rack each. A rack. Yeah. 30, 36 beers. And we take those down in a day or two days. Yeah. Something like that. It was and, bad. And in Connecticut, they don't serve alcohol on, on sundays. sundays so there was a lot of times where we'd wake up not not even yeah we'd wake up sunday morning like on a long weekend so we'd be there for sunday night also it'd be like yo we have no more beer and everyone's like dude you guys had three cases you know amongst like three of us too me you and espo would bring up the beers like yeah. for us oh god what a disaster i uh, remember that one time where it was a memorial day weekend and everyone brought a case, I think of Natty Lights, which is like water with a hint of beer, but with all the calories. And that's super. we made a pyramid and it was like over a hundred and fifty beers or something. And then we we were got there on Friday and they don't sell well, I mean they do now, I think, in Connecticut. They repealed yeah, yeah, that yeah. law. But at the time it was like you couldn't buy beer at all at any time on Sunday. So by the time Saturday came, Saturday night, we were all like worried. Like, yo, we're not going to last yeah. the weekend. We're like running out. I was like crushing 20 beers in a night. Because that was when we were, we were like 18, 19. And, and <laughs> that's bad. But we were like 18, 19. <laughs> and, and we just found out about shotgunning beers and like, oh, dude, this is sick. And uh, so I was like, that was when, so I didn't know about it. And, and we came back from the bowling alley one, one night and I was on my patio and Johnny Petrop actually was like, yo, you want a shotgun beers? I'm like, the fuck is that? And then he showed me. 
And I did. And I was like, this is the coolest yeah. way to drink like, a beer ever. This is awesome. So when we got to Connecticut that summer, I was like telling everyone about it. I'm like, yo, this is what you got to do. You got to take your key and just fucking pop this open. And you got called so many different names yeah. if you You were not going to shotgun, you pussy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, stop being a bitch. <laughs> You'd end up shotgunning like five beers in an hour. Yeah, I remember. And then the twins were up there and I was like, yo, you guys want to shotgun beers? This is how you do it. Like I felt like I was like a fucking teacher and shit. Over there jamming keys. What about when the one beer distributor told us that if you fill up a gallon, a, like a milk gallon with the the tops, the tops of cans, you get a free keg. We're like, yo, we're going to do that. Yo, we must have drank, honestly, like in, in one summer, like thousands of beers. And it wasn't even close. Not even, I wasn't even halfway. Not even halfway. We're like, we barely we're made it. To- like that's an, uh, that's an insane amount. Why would that even equal? I don't even know why that even equals a keg, but it's a disaster. And I remember one year for the Super Bowl, we got a half keg. Thought we finished it, didn't. Got another keg. Well, Definitely didn't finish that. Well, here's the thing: we asked Ralph to go check on the keg. Yeah, and he on. nudged it, and he's like, "Oh, it's, it's he's all like, done." Yeah, oh, yeah. Mind you, this kid's fucking 18 pounds, so he probably couldn't move it if it was empty. <laughs> he's like, "No, I'm here." But he said it was fucking. He said it was empty, so we got another one. And then I, I left those two. I still have them in my garage. You know that? Yo, yo, you had them for a while. This was the years. first time that you had those. I've Super had them party. for three years, maybe. Three years, four years, maybe. My mom yells at me. Well, she doesn't anymore. Until you did your backyard. They were out there. They were in the same spot yeah. when we moved them there. <laughs> were, I moved them the next day because there was like cups and shit all over the floor. But I put them against the fence. They sat there for four years. Don't you get... You get... You get half, money back. Half your money back or something. You get something. more than half, I yeah. think. It was like 130 bucks and you get like 80 when you bring it back. I never brought it back. <laughs> I still have a tap too. Like I just have... I have everything you need. Yo, what's the, what's the drunkest you've ever been? Let's go with beer. Off beer. Cause I know, I know I have no idea. We mentioned last time I was on. I think we mentioned the the Fourth of July. No, Vegas. How drunk you got? That's the drunkest oh. I think I've ever seen you. No, I don't know because I didn't throw up. That was I was pretty fucking bad at Vegas. But extra ketchup. <laughs> That's the one thing. I just in case. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, dude. The best was. <laughs> I don't know if I said this on the last podcast, but the best part of that whole thing is Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> Frank is on the phone with the, the I don't know who he's on the phone with. He called like the kitchen maybe, and then he gives he gives me the phone to say what I'm ordering, and I'm like, yeah, can I get it? Blah blah blah. And he's like laughing, and I'm laughing, and all of a sudden, Frankie goes, he goes, yo, tell the guy that we're not gay. I was like, <laughs> I was like what? <laughs> it was so funny. Oh man. And then I was getting into it like about how it's weird that money is paper and how one piece of paper is worth 20 20 papers yeah. Yeah, is what yeah, i yeah. said yeah you know i'm real philosophical when i'm drunk but when i was really drunk i was probably like 18 19 this was like that was the summer where we went to connecticut and we crushed all those beers and at the we were end calling of the that summer, like our prime drinking summer yeah <laughs> illegally so remember we had like the starting five like the five people that drank yeah. the most it was like me you espo josh and david yeah that was our like our starting five yeah but um that summer we drank a bunch of beers and then at the end of the summer this kid pete was going away to greece so we had a like a going away party in his backyard and there was no uh, there was beer but he had pinnacle vodka but it was cotton candy flavored yeah yeah trash and, by the way no nah, it was bad good <laughs> nah that one's whack nah i mean I it's had, like super sweet yeah it is but when you like i had some beers in me so i was like you know good whatever. i mean it does go down smoother 
So it doesn't like yeah, it's you not don't that, really taste. Yeah. It. If, you, if you have like a good buzz and you drink that shit, like you feel kind of like it's kind of right. like Fireball, wouldn't you say? Fireballs. Yeah, I mean, it's Fireballs like fucking syrup. Drink that shit. I haven't had Fireball in so long. Actually, someone made me take one. I think I was at a at a at break, and someone came up to me like, "Oh, I got you a shot. Your videos are hilarious." And it was Fireball. I was like, "Fuck." Yo, the first time we went to Miami was the first time we heard about Fireball down oh, there. Oh, what was that other shit? That Colombian shit. Oh, disgusting! It's like agu- aguardiente or oh, something like aguardiente. that. Oh, aguardiente! Yo, those girls brought it and they were like, "You got to try this." I'm like, "What is this shit?" I I smell it. I'm like, "Yo, it's disgusting." What the fuck is Yo, it? Yo, it smelled terrible. Yo, it hurt. It was like rubbing alcohol. It literally smells like that. She goes, "Yeah, aguardiente." She's like drinking out of the bottle. I'm like, "Yo, you're fucking out of your mind." <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, you're crazy." But yeah, they made us drink that. But I haven't had Fireball in like a long time. There was that one summer where we, the first time we went to Miami. We came back and then I felt like everyone in our neighborhood after started drinking that. Like we were putting everybody yeah. on because that was the first time we heard about it down the there. Fir- nah, the first time because I told you I told you guys to buy it in the store because I went to the store and bought it because right before we left I went to Rockies which is our local like dive bar and the bartender was like you want to do a shot like just on the house whatever with her and I was like yeah fuck it and she goes let's do Fireball I was like that I thought she meant like. You know when people light yeah, the shots yeah, yeah. on fire? That's I was the like, first I'm thing, fucking doing that. That's the first thing I thought of when I first heard of yeah, that. Yeah, she's too. like, you want to do a fireball? I was like, fucking no. I want to live and not pour this thing and light my clothes on fire. And she's like, no, it's a it's a cinnamon whiskey. And I was like, all right. I smelled it. It smells like whatever. And I took a shot of it. And I was like, oh, wow. This is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, because usually, like at that point, I mean, I was still underage at this point. But up until that point, you're drinking Bacardi and like Svedka and like, like shit that Georgie. tastes gross. Yeah, George. Oh my god. The nine dollar handle. Yo, that's so disgusting. That shit. It's literally like I'd rather drink a dick if that's possible. <laughs> that stuff is disgusting. But uh Yeah, then she she um so up to, up until that point you drink like the shittiest stuff and like I hate vodka. Like how do you take shots of vodka? It's it's just gross. But then that was like and then I had Jack Daniels too, which is like kind of rough going down, I guess. Yo, Jack Daniels, I could take like I haven't drank nothing all day. If I was to take a shot of that right now, I'd throw up. I can't do Jack. I'm like that with. It's uh, my only request. Anytime you guys are like, "Yo, what are we drinking?" I'm like, anything but Jack. I'm please. like that with uh, Jaeger. Jaeger, I could like. Uh, I just Jaeger, I don't know what it is. Jaeger, you got to be like 18 to like 20 to drink it. I hate. When you get any older, you can't you can't fuck with Jaeger. I hate Jaeger. It's trash. Man. I hate Jaeger. It's disgusting. But yeah, man, that that was, but anyway, going back to what I was saying before, I was at that party and I had uh pinnacle cotton candy vodka and I was just ripping shots of it because it was delicious. I was like, oh man, it literally tasted like you melted a, a stick of cotton candy into this cup. And I was just like drinking that. And then I remember Tim actually, Tim, um, we never really hung out with, but we knew him from the neighborhood and I was sitting on the side of Pete's house, like on these steps and I was just sitting there with my head in my hands. And I'm like, holy fuck, how am I getting home? Because like, I was pretty far. And I had to walk home. And he, he walks by me. He goes, what's up, Joe? And I just lifted my head up. And he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> he's going, oh, my God. And then later on, he told me, like, days later, he's like, yo, when I, I looked into your eyes, there was no one in there. Like, that was scary to see. And uh, actually, I think Espo who had just gotten to the party he only had like one beer he's he saw me and he's like dude i have to drive you home like you're not walking home so he like drove me home and when i got home i was sitting on my toilet and i threw up in the tub (laughs) but i threw up like dark brown like i could have it could have been blood 
I don't know. It yeah. looked like shit. Keith told me he came in because he was still at the party and I left early. Keith told me he came in. He thought I shit in the tub. <laughs> I just left it there. <laughs> Can you imagine shitting in a tub? That's a whole new level of drunk. Yo, I got to say, you're one of the better people to be drunk around for the reason that anytime you're drunk, you're not like one of those people that are like, yo, I'm not hammered. Like, I'm, I'm fine. No. When, I'm, you're, when you get yeah. fucked up, you're like, yo, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very responsible. Like, I'll be having fun and immediately uh, my body will feel drunk and I'll turn to one of my friends and I'm like, yo, I'm not okay. I need help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is good because then you have everyone, like a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, no, I'm fine, yo. I'm not yeah. a lightweight or no, I'm you know? not like that. I was like, yo, I want to. I go into survival mode, especially like, unless I'm home. Like, there's times where, you know, like on Christmas or Thanksgiving, like we'll go to my aunt's or uncle's house, and then we'll come back to my house, and my whole family will just sit at the table and just like take shots of Jameson and like dance and shit in our living room. And when I'm home, like whatever, I'll just rip. But I mean, you're home. That's like yeah, the I end know. Goal. That's where you gotta yeah. end up. But like but. when I'm out, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'll die here. <laughs> no one cares about me here like i need to go i remember and there was a, there was another night where um yo this is such a weird thing but i was out at sweet spot and i was with dominic and we were drinking jack and cokes and then chasing them i'm not like chasing them but like we would take a shot of fireball and then drink a jack and coke and then take a shot of fireball and then drink a jack and coke you know so we had like four so we had four drinks, four shots. I was messed up. And I forgot how I got home. But I got home and I was just throwing up. Like this is one of the other times that I threw up from drinking. And I was just throwing up into the sink. And then Keith comes and he's trying to like help me or whatever. And he gives me a um, mouthwash and I just drank it. Like, oh. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, thanks. And yeah. I just fucking chugged it. <laughs> it was disgusting. But I remember before that, Dominic has a video of me, and he's videotaping me, and I said something. This was right around the time that Nelson Mandela died, and I said something like, Nelson Mandela died, and now I'm now I'm next up, or whatever. I don't know what the fuck that even means. Drunk talk. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then I was going to this whole thing like, yo, I love my friends, and he goes, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and he had it like so close to my face. Yo, well, drunk me, if you have videos of me, my eyes are like dead. My eyes are just like... You just Locked. you just pick up your head and you yeah. just like my eyes are low. I look high as fuck. The lights are on, but no one's home at all. <laughs> and then you on on Fourth of July that one year was fucking hilarious. That's so that's that's the first time in my life where I actually believed when people would say I got blacked out. I didn't know what happened. Yeah, that night. Thanks a lot, Eric. Yeah, that was bad. I was in your pool. Last thing I remember. And then everything else. Everything else I heard was was you guys. Like everything that happened after the pool, it's everything that you guys have told me. So I was in the pool and Eric made me a Eric made me a drink. And from what they all said was the red solo cup filled it up eighty five percent Ciroc and then put enough cranberry juice to change the color. <laughs> and then I was in the in the in the pool and I just chugged it. I was like, yo, I'm not a bitch, I'll I'll chug this. And then Good night. that was all I remember. Yeah. And then I woke up at Tim's crib. Shout out yeah. to Tim again. And they got you to Tim. Like I was at my house and I was still like cleaning up, whatever. And I was drunk. Like, but I was like, when I'm drunk and I see someone else who's like super drunk, I like I stop drinking because I'm like, no one's gonna take care of this person. <laughs> and Nick was like bad. And Davino drove you to um fucking Johnny's house. And 
he said that you were like yelling at people outside of the window and Davino was like trying to get you to fucking close the window. When when I woke up, well, the next day when I woke up, well, actually, no. No, I, like I tucked you into a bed. Like I put you in a bed and then I like <laughs> tucked sat. me in. I, t- I literally <laughs> tucked you in. So we went to this kid's house and there was like a party going on there. But Which we also, I remember we bought beers and went there first because we're like, yo, we don't want to walk from your crib to his which is like what 10 15 blocks holding cases of beer yeah july it's 110 degrees out yeah so we were like so so nick gets there i show up after and nick's in the kitchen just being fucking rowdy he's he's telling people yo don't judge me <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing nick but anyways get end up throwing up on keith's back <laughs> threw up on keith's back no big deal keith was wearing a soft neck brace at the time broke his neck it was sick uh then Nick was in a bed. So I just like, I didn't go to the party. I was just like laying in the bed. There was like two beds in that room. And I was laying on the other bed just making sure this kid wasn't dead. Because I was like, yo, if he throws up, he's going to die up here. And we're going to be in the news. Like, you know, I'm going to have to explain that to fucking Barbara Walters. Like, I didn't know that he was facing up. I, I th- put him on his side. He must have rolled. I didn't want to fucking deal with that shit. And I woke up at... Oh, my God. And that was the best part. So you he was like... Could not talk. Out. I was out. Could not talk. And I left him. I was like, dude, I'm going home now. Like, he's asleep. I was. I sat with you for like two hours, I think, or something like that. Like a while. I was there for a while. And then I went home. And then like three hours later, I got a call from Tim. Because I told Tim, I'm like, yo, peri- periodically, go check on Nick. And like, just keep me updated if you need help. So he, I get a call from Tim. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I pick up. I'm like, hello? And it's Nick. And he just goes, yo, wow. <laughs> and he was like, sounded completely sober. I'm like, yo, what? Yo, He's like, yo, I just woke up. <laughs> I walked down into their into their backyard because they were all back there. It was like uh, Johnny, Tim, I think Espo was there and like some of like their friends. Yeah. And they all looked at me like they saw a ghost. I was like, hey, what's up, guys? I was like, yo, Tim, can I get your phone? And he's looking at me eyes wide. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, yo, how are you, how are you functioning right now? How are you speaking fun? <laughs> And, and then Davino goes to me. He's like, yo, you drove here. I was like, yo, there's no shot. You guys would ever let me do that. He's yeah. like, nah, no, I was just fucking with you. He's like, I can't even lie to you because we would never do that. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking crazy. I, when you, I was so surprised. You were like completely sober. It was crazy. Legend. You must have threw up everything. Yeah. Johnny said the last time I threw up was it was clear. So it was like no more. It's lit. Yeah. And also <laughs> the Super Bowl two years ago, I don't remember. Oh, my God. God. I remember kissing your TV. Well, so I play I play FanDuel and DraftKings, so I had a really successful day that day. And uh I just I just let loose. I was like, yo, I'm just get hammered now. This is gonna be a good game. Carolina Denver, you know, turned out to not be a good game. At all. But uh I just remember it was Super Bowl fifty and they showed all the MVPs and I'm a you know, we're big ass giant fans. I remember kissing your TV because Eli Manning came up. Yeah. And that was all I remember. Yeah. Espo woke me up at at 10 30 11 he's like yo we gotta go i was like yo the game's over he's like yeah it's like who won denver i was like oh cool i just went right back to bed he's like no we need to leave i told espo i'm like yo you better take this kid to your house like i just had all these people at my house and i have to sleep downstairs and so does keith that was when we were sharing it i was like i'm not sleeping on my fucking couch i'm like just take him he's like all right well, i guess i'll take him he's <laughs> like yeah you fucking asshole but this kid nick wakes up later on Right now he's back to being half sober, half drunk or whatever, and I'm like, so someone threw up in the sink downstairs and didn't clean it, and then Nick goes, <laughs> Nick goes, yeah, he goes, yo, I threw up, but I don't, I don't know about not cleaning it. I was like, I know about not cleaning it because I fucking saw a pile of the inside of a person. <laughs> 
in the sink. What do you mean? I don't know about that. You think I fished it out of the drain and put it back? And you were, and you said, you're like, yo, I'm, no, I'm not going to have people over my house again. And then I was like, yo, my bad. I'm just never going to come to your house again. You're like, you know that's a lie. Because <laughs> yeah. you're there all He's the like, time. Yo, I don't think I'm ever going to come back to your house. And I was like, yeah, okay. I'll see you next week, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Oh, right. man. Good times. Let's wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> God, I hope we don't have to tell another one of these stories like in the near future. Hopefully, we come back from Vegas alive. That'd be nice. Uh, Speaking of which, if you could book my book room, the room, please, yeah. that'd be nice. <laughs> I've been saying, yeah, I'll book it. Don't worry. I haven't done it yet. Everyone asks, everyone asks, like, yo, you guys are going to Vegas? I'm like, yeah, I got my flight. And then I just look at Joey because he has to book our, <laughs> he has to book our room. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Uh, where can they find you if they can, if they want to contact you, Nick? Uh, LambVM10 on Twitter and Instagram. I am one-fourth of Veterans Minimum, the sports podcast that yeah. Joey and I are a part of. Um, I have a sports betting and a DFS podcast. It's called Degeneration Bets. At Degeneration Bet is the Twitter handle. And if you're a wrestling fan, it's uh, WrestleMania season. So at, squ- <laughs> at SCJPod on Twitter, we are the Squared Circle Jerks. Yeah. Me and our brown friend, Frank. Let's go. That's my line. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening, you motherfuckers. <laughs>